What if we like tried to recreate a funny bit from a conversation earlier? Oh, Jesus. Can you imagine trying to recreate a joke that we talked about off the cuff and then <laughs> just have to work our way back to some sort of hilarious joke about Alan Thicke that made us laugh? That... <laughs> I mean, Alan Thicke kind of just makes me laugh in general. I don't know if that counts. Does that yeah. count? Yeah, we'll have to look it up on Thickopedia. Does that work a second time? When... Ooh, you brought it back. It's gone, I think we're though. doing it. The magic's gone. Long ago in a distant land. Sports fans, everybody, let's get ready to rumble. Let's gear up. Let's suit up. Let's drink our, our Gatorade. Let's um, pump up the jam, those jock jams, and get ready to uh, ball out for March Madness. This is our new theme. <laughs> it's our new special. All March, maybe most of March, depending on how far we get, we are watching sports shows. And, uh, and the name of our show is... This is Saturday Morning Tuesdays yeah, also. This is sort is. of a, a new sports thing I'm trying where you reveal the name. Is that do we, <laughs> is that what sports do, do? Look, I'm Austin. Uh, I'm Rory. I'm Andy. And we are, of course, Saturday Morning Tuesdays. And uh, we three of us are not very good at sports. We are probably a bad authority on sports. So we <laughs> needed a little bit of help. We brought in... Um, my friend, Dave Rapoccio. Hello, Dave. Hi, I'm Dave. They let me out of the cage today. Damn right. That's the cage made out of clay that we built. But <laughs> <laughs> we know your weakness is clay. Um, Dave. Good at sports, uh, weak to clay. That's I was Dave. just walking down the street and I see a football in a little clay cage and I'm like, hey, that's me. I'm a football I like the guy. pig skin. Dave, uh, I know you've earned your sports bona fides uh, because you do a webcomic called The Draw Play, and you have a uh, podcast as well called Intentional Sounding that I have guested on. So um, I'm happy to have you here and lending your authority to uh, yeah. to the sports cartoons we're going to watch today. <laughs> Finally, somewhere where I outclass people. Oh, thank oh, it's God. It's easy. It's easy here. It's incredibly easy to do. Uh, all you all you had to do was was not be an actor or a writer, and you came in and you you brought. A I little... mean, I'm an artist, so is it really that much better? Man, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. All of our dreams are failing us. <laughs> is is sports artist kind of like sports medicine, where you're like still cool, but you have like an extra career option, <laughs> mm. or a, or a more limited scope, you might say. Sure. <laughs> like sports medicine. Ooh, I can't. Like someone's dying and you walk by and you're like, ooh, I'm sorry. Did they play a sport? Ah, I'm not really relevant here. Is there a doctor in the house? I don't know. Did he tear his ACL? <laughs> now, is there also like sports firefighting and sports law enforcement? Is sports law? That's just refereeing. Sports right? law. Yeah, that's just refereeing. Oh, okay. Or being the person at the stadium who uh, chases down the people who run onto the field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I 
I, I, I don't know. I actually, I, I do want us to say, Miyasa and Rory, what our relation to sports is. Because we're, like you said, we are starting March Madness. We're watching four weeks, maybe five weeks, maybe three weeks, if we really find out that we hate it, of sports cartoons. And my my biggest engagement with sports is that I played Little League Baseball, and I did it for several years, and I was pretty okay at it. And then I decided I didn't want to do it anymore. That's my fun story. <laughs> How about you, Austin? Oh, I, I kicked a ball um, occasionally and, and, and played a baseball until uh, nobody really wanted me on the team. Um, and I was very small, a very small person. and, and What? It just, yeah, they, I was going to yeah, say the let's... exact same thing. <laughs> I mean, no, it didn't improve, but uh, it didn't. It was less of an issue in theater. So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it just things worked out better there. Um, now, I know Rory's a little bit on the disabled list today because he's got some uh, sports related headphone issues. That's true. I just I tr- rub some dirt on it. I did put the dirt in the headphones and uh, unfortunately that didn't improve anything. But I do not have headphones on at the moment. Wow. So and, that is my sports related if- headphones injury, <laughs> of which Austin <laughs> felt the need to bring up. <laughs> no, I think I think it's at least wor- worth mentioning that if we end up hearing some strange uh, ghosts on Rory's track. We'll just track. pretend he's uh, in the stadium and we're just hearing the reverb from all yeah. the loudspeakers. I like no, that. No, I like that. I like that. Rory, did you ever play sport? Uh, yeah, in school. And then obviously school, school stops making you once that starts to seem embarrassing. And, uh, <laughs> and, yeah, <laughs> I took the hint. <laughs> no, I feel that. I actually yeah. I had a really fun time. What was it? It was at high school. I took a class called Team Sports, and I think it was a whole semester where, like, every week we just sort of played a different sport, and we never got good at any of them. It was just like, hey, it's the ping pong week. Oh, this is the badminton week, and it was kind of nice. It was like a, an equalizer because all the like hot shot like basketball kids or whatever, like they don't they're not good at badminton. They're just as bad at badminton as I am. They maybe have a lot more physical endurance than I do, but like we're all learning a weird game with shuttlecocks together. Uh, and that unless was my you're like sports class. all-star Bo Jackson, who can do both baseball <laughs> and football super good. Bo knows. <laughs> Bo knows Bo football knows and baseball. <laughs> hey, what a great transition uh, to talk about this show. Don't praise yourself. That was your transition that you did. That's the gauche as shit, Austin. Yeah, and it was great. It was so good. <laughs> and um, I stuck I, the landing again. I, All the great players themselves. I'd consider myself a pro star. Oh, what's that? Uh, there's a show called Pro Stars, and we watched it. Um, pro Stars is a 1991 cartoon featuring the three main characters of Michael Jordan, Bo Jackson, and Wayne Gretzky, uh, representing four sports among them. Because, again, Bo Jackson football and baseball mm-hmm. uh, which is just a way to save budget it is absolutely yeah they, they were like how can we get a twofer um <laughs> and this show is bananas i'm very i'm very pleased that we watched it i don't know i don't know what i expected it to be but it really it really came at me from all angles uh and and i loved i loved every moment of it this show is everything it's got live action sequences it's got octopuses. It's got bordering on an embarrassing amount of live action sequences. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, Some might it's call actually, it filler. 
<laughs> absolutely might. filler. Yeah. Apparently they filmed all of those live action segments um, in like one day, in like one yeah, afternoon. They did. In like separate <laughs> separate takes. And Which they kind of get explains why one of the three characters isn't there. <laughs> no, no. Michael was not available. Uh, <laughs> you, I, I you think Michael Jordan's going to sit down for a pro stars shoot? No. <laughs> no. No. I'm sure they had a great conversation with his lawyer. But... <laughs> God, and boy, does the camera ever love Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Marble Mouth Gretzky. God, he was not a personality. He was the, you know, he was G-O-A-T. Am I spelling that right? Good God, of, of hockey. And he still is. But like. G-A-O-T. G-A-O-T, the greatest all of time. <laughs> and, <laughs> and God, I mean, Bo Jackson does a legitimately okay job in front of the camera talking about stuff and answering these little kids questions because that's what they do they put the sailor says at the end and the beginning for this show yeah uh, so they just have like little kids that they've recorded asking questions to the pro stars and then they respond to them in very strange and halting ways and there's like no oh. editing saved these these segments no thank god the athletes did not play themselves in the cartoons they have voice actors playing playing these characters in the cartoons um because i think maybe like three athletes in the history of mankind have ever like done a passable line read on anything mm -hmm. i mean you can always tell when they pull them in for like snl guest stars or for wayne gretzky's snl is notoriously one of the worst of all time his <laughs> Wait a minute, he hosted he hosted, and oh, it's notoriously no. terrible. If you get the chance to watch that, he oh. is really bad. Like what you see, like <laughs> what you see in this is what you get on <laughs> SNL. It is. Mwah. How would you write Wayne Gretzky into a sketch? How would you do that? Just like, the entire show takes place randomly on ice things. That makes sense, I guess, because he's basically like furniture that manage that's good at hockey. He he cannot his his face doesn't even like he's like half smiling, half w grimacing the whole time. His delivery is so strange. I don't know. I I shouldn't shit on a on a dude whose job has never been about who's being the greatest on all of time. Who's the greatest all of time at hockey? Like I don't get the shit at him for being shit on him for being bad in front of the camera. Like that's a skill. But that said. This show made him get in front of a camera, and it's really bad. <laughs> yeah, huge mistake. Honestly, huge mistake to start the entire show, the whole show. All of Pro Stars, episode one, the first thing we see is Wayne Gretzky on camera mumbling about the politics of 13-year-old kids <laughs> hockey. Um, <laughs> we have to drop a clip of this. We have to play oh this clip God. of, so of a question of, Wayne, did you ever quit? I never, I never quit playing hockey, but there was a time where I wanted to quit. Uh, I was uh, 13 years old, and, and there was a lot of uh, politics that went on and uh, interference from, at that time, people I didn't think should have been interfering with, uh, with kids' hockey. All right, now let's start the cartoon. Like, what is this? So what good. What happened here? Um, so I, I want to I point out that it, the only thing that they got of Michael Jordan in this show is his name. 
because his character is nothing. I mean, none of the characters are anything like their namesakes in any way. I hope uh, Wayne Gretzky loves food as much as his character. <laughs> Car- cartoon Wayne Gretzky is so much more interesting. Oh my god! Than real life <laughs> Wayne Gretzky, and cartoon Wayne Gretzky still isn't very interesting. No, no, not at all. But he, uh, I mean, he was played by Townsend Coleman, who's like Michelangelo from the TMNT cartoon. Like he's. He's doing the Michelangelo thing and they got Michelangelo to do it and they still made him very uninteresting. Um, yeah, but they got Michael Jordan's name and that's all they got because the character's nothing like him and he doesn't do any live action segments. And I kind of think that's a that's a pretty sweet they move. They do have an archival footage of Jordan. I watched a couple like clips past the two episodes that we subjected mm. ourselves to and they okay. have they got like a bit of him in a gym going like welcome back to pro stars and it's on a shitty camera it's not good that's nice. probably the most they could get out he of had Michael five Jordan. minutes on a wednesday someone walked in with just a giant <laughs> sack of money he's just like hey say this one line and it's all yours he's like okay and then he says the line and then he goes and gambles everything away of course <laughs> <laughs> now before we we jump into the episodes there's the other weird thing that's central to this show that they reiterate several times is it's all about helping kids which they say at the beginning michael jordan says it, which yeah. is really funny because michael jordan is a well-known jerk yeah <laughs> truth well it's a little bit of like doth protest too much. Like they, they say it's all about helping kids so many times that you start to get suspicious about like <laughs> we're legally required to tell you that this is about helping kids. We're all we're all doing our probation and the strange form it takes is pro stars. <laughs> this day that we had to sit in front of the camera. The judge says it's all about helping children. <laughs> Let's dive right in. Well, let's let's dunk right in. Let's 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 tip off. Ooh. Let's kick off. That's why we bring him in, guys, ladies and gentlemen. These, <laughs> these these are the kinds of sports references that are <laughs> that are gonna carry us all the way to the top. playing my walkout song here it is they're playing it it's i i don't need i i should have come up with what my walkout song before this was going to be my transition what do you guys think my walkout song is something by enya oh that's good <laughs> I, I i'd walk out to an enya song and then i'd like look confusingly up like they'd made a mistake and then shrug like eh, i'm cool and i can roll with it and then i'll keep walking out <laughs> and uh this is this is episode one of pro stars and it's called the slugger returns And here is a little blurb, just so that you have a teeny bit of context. It doesn't help. The pro stars come to the aid of Jimmy Hanks when his father, Slugger Hanks, is captured by a mad scientist named Clockwork Delarange, who is using remote-controlled robots, including one of dead baseball star Cleats Robinson, as part of a plot to capture the commissioner of baseball. Not baseball. (laughs) Not the king of baseball. Not the king of baseball. <laughs> Not all of baseball. The baseball king. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god. What right happened? off the bat, why oh, is the villain joke. not sports themed and is instead a reference to a Stanley Kubrick movie? Seriously. I yes. don't I don't get this. And and even more bafflingly, and to to my absolute delight, the second Clockwork Delorange reveals himself to the heroes, as if to belie some sort of past history these three pro athletes have with a crazy mad scientist, Michael Jordan goes, aha, Clockwork Delorange, just like I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Like they've got I a know history? his handiwork anywhere. I you know, I don't hate that. I like a, a boldness of uh of establishing that they've been doing this for a while and that clockwork Delorange is, is kind it of it is heavy and medius res that we're getting this story. Yeah. What lore. The deep the, lore. Also, Clockwork Delorange, he he is sort of fully baseball themed in dress. Um yeah. he's wearing like a a pinstripe jersey and he's got like big frizzy orange hair that's like a i guess like a ball um mm. Mm. He, it's either like supposed to look like a basketball on the back of his head or he just has a peacock under his hat yeah it's very it's very strange the hair doesn't make a lot of sense to me his swoopy swirly mustache doesn't make much sense to me other than the fact that they were going for baseball meets mad scientist but when he explains why he was why he's doing this whole plot to capture the 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 king of baseball his his only rationale is when i was a kid no one let me play center field i swore one day i'd get even so i guess he's got little league trubs and he wants to take it out on mlb that's you know it's all those politics in junior <laughs> in kids baseball so gretzky warned us about we know it's tense when you're 13 um, but honestly, that's not the weirdest character in this show. Um, there's some oh, pretty, no. I mean, we need to talk about mom. Um, <laughs> so the setup, so the pro stars are this, I guess, crime fighting team and they help kids and they have <laughs> like their black like, ops team of pro athletes. Yeah. And they live in mom's gym and. They uh, show up in like lockers and they open the lockers and they're here to like monitor the control center and see what children are calling them about trouble. That That's because it's on. all about helping kids. It's all about helping kids. And in this case, we get a call from Jimmy Higgs, who Hanks. his Hanks, Jimmy Hanks. Hanks. Thank you. I wrote it down wrong. Uh, Jimmy Hanks and his uh, dad works at the Museum of American Sports. And for some <laughs> reason, um, his dad got mad at him and then uh, he said something about dead baseball player Cleats Robinson. And <laughs> and then he was never seen again. And then never seen again. So so instead of calling the police, he, he calls pro athletes. Yeah. The pro stars. Call the pro stars. And not only did he call them, he like made a VHS tape, sat down. <laughs> Filmed himself on an old video car, made him put a bunch of stamps on VHS tape, and then mailed it to the pro stars. The P.O. box. Scruff, McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, 60652. He's clearly not too worried that whatever's happening is on a time crunch. Yeah. Um, His dad's missing and he mailed a VHS tape. <laughs> Unless they had a lot more like video phones at the Museum of American Sports than Oh But we gotta talk about mom. So mom's mom's gym is run by a character named Mom. 
And I don't know why she's called mom. And I don't know why all of these grown adults call her mom. Uh, but she is a relentless Jewish stereotype to the point it's, where it is just it's it's so it much more uncomfortable than I expected. Awkward. Yeah. This show of all shows pro stars was not the one that I expected to make me uncomfortable with racism. Like yeah. in that way, like to Jewish yeah. people, like that was completely out of left field for me. I had no idea this was part of the show. Hey, left field. i mean there are there are some fun things about mom's character um like when she's not on screen and you don't have to think about it yeah well sure um i mean i like the idea that she is an inventor and she is sort of running a gym um and that she's constantly like pumping iron in every shot you see her just like free lifting yep she's very built Mom's mom's got those guns. Yeah, but the the vocal choices, the like character facial design, all of it is just is so bad. And they keep writing all this like faux Yiddish into her dialogue. Don't worry, I'm like a ninja schminja boy. Nothing can go wrong. It doesn't play, and it probably didn't play in 1991 either, but uh, definitely doesn't in 2020. And, and she's an inventor too, so she invents all of these crazy machines. Um, so she's the cue to their James Bond team. Mm-hmm. And I got the impression that her daughter does the heavy lifting and the inventing and yeah. the inventing. Oh, is that sphere. Denise? Okay. Yeah, because Denise is uh very well, they draw her very attractive, but thankfully they don't have any of the pro stars try and hit on her. Uh no, but there is this sort of negative space around her because she's given mm-hmm. just so <laughs> So nothing of a personality or time as a character in the show right. that you're kind of left just knowing she invents cool gadgets for pro stars and is hot. Yeah. Right. And she really, really wants to be the fourth pro star and go with them on adventures. But the three main guys keep being like, nah, you're, you're more so useful. so mean to Denise. Just stay home, Denise. We don't want you. 90s and- <laughs> gender politics. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's funny. But then, like, in, in the second Justice episode, especially that we watched, uh, she she for sure does not listen and sticks around. And then it looked like the episode was going to play it like, oh, and she was really helpful. But I don't think in the end she actually had a positive impact by staying around. So I think their point still stood if she should have stayed home, which really left a bad taste in my mouth. Even the Wikipedia entry for Denise is really shitty to her. It says uh, she's an attractive young apprentice to mom. She wants to help the pro stars, yet she rarely makes an impact. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. Oh, that's so rough. That's rough. That's all she gets as a bio. (laughs) Man, can you imagine at the end of my life on my tombstone, if they write rarely made an impact... (laughs) <laughs> man yeah that, that cuts um okay so we we spend most of this episode at the uh at the the museum of american sports or whatever it's called yeah but they do go with uh a hockey wristband a boomerang puck a uh baseball gun Mm-hmm. Um, a baseball uh, gun that shoots baseballs strong enough to punch holes through walls. Uh-huh. <laughs> a laser torch and a grappling hook harpoon. I yeah. I do I did appreciate how quickly they gave up on the gimmick of inventing them like their own 
sports themed, you know, secret weapon. Because Wayne Gretzky's, yeah. for not being particularly interesting, like a wristband that turns into a hockey stick, is about the stupidest thing a, a Q-type <laughs> character could introduce. In yeah. a, is it stupider than a puck that turns into a boomerang? No, the boomerang puck is awesome. <laughs> uh, go fuck yourself. So I think, to, to add on to what you're saying, Rory, though, I think it's really funny that... Wayne Gretzky, he plays hockey. He, he like normally my experience with Q type characters would be that they'd give him a hockey stick that did something cool, but instead they gave him a bracelet that just turned into a normal hockey stick. And they're like, "Cool, now you have a hockey stick. It's what you're used to, Wayne. Go fight crime." <laughs> to be fair, he's got Heelys. <laughs> he oh, he's got the sickest Heelys. But I, I don't know. I just I think it's kind of funny to come up like not to give him a cool gadget, but to give him a contrived way to give him the normal thing. <laughs> but uh, but then they give Michael Jordan a basketball that gives him the ability to fly with a hot air balloon, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of cool, but incredibly out of left field. Yeah, oh, it's that left field again. Oh, hey. And then Bo Jackson, for some reason, gets a baseball gun that shoots infinite baseballs and sometimes <laughs> grappling hooks. <laughs> Okay, we need to. I want to briefly. I want to briefly talk about the uh, the not not even the plot. I want I want to talk about the the other like the niche that the three characters fill because we talked about Wayne a little bit. He's the funny one. He's Michelangelo. He's the funny one and the food one. Uh, and then we've got Bo, who I guess is sort of like the steadfast badass. Uh, who he doesn't really have a ton of specific characteristics, but then Michael Jordan is like a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> he's the brains i think they're trying to make him the brains and it doesn't like one of the biggest problems is they're clearly too afraid to go too too far with making them archetypes for a kid they're all show jocks. because they're, they're all real jocks. people yeah god and i don't i don't know if they can really push it because wayne gretzky would be like hey i'm not supposed to have personality have you met me <laughs> yeah i was pulled from a lake as a full-grown adult like the sword excalibur <laughs> <laughs> i've only got one thing and it's hockey they put me back in my box at the end of every day then i'm returned to the lady of the lake <laughs> And then the lake freezes over and you can skate on it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that it's just so funny they made Michael Jordan the nerd. It's so great. He, he they take every opportunity to put like sciency sounding things in his in his dialogue and it it always was a surprise to me. Like I, I don't know. I don't know if it was a good surprise or a bad surprise, but I was 100% like if I was getting if I was getting that glazed over look I sometimes get when we watch these shows. I was right back in it as soon as he would give one of those lines. Um, what about the actual craziness that happens in the museum? There's a lot of what we would call nonsense on this show. Yeah, 100% all the time. I mean, the the setup is just that this mad doctor, uh, Clockwork Delarange, has used <laughs> his technology, these like wave enhancers or something, who cares? Uh, to he puts them on inanimate objects and that makes them come to life and attack the pro stars. So and he he just Voltron's a bunch of sports equipment yeah. into a a bad guy like a yeah. go, like a ghostly like like 
like a ghost wearing all the pads and and uh, gloves and a helmet, and it is kind of it is kind of spooky. Actually, I like it. Yeah, but it, it, and then it's also taking over the Cleese Robinson, this like dead baseball player. It's not his corpse. It's just like a <laughs> statue of Cleese Robinson that is running around like doing his bidding. Um, I like the idea of a baseball player whose nickname is Cleats. Like, dude, we all wear cleats. <laughs> that can't be your thing. We all wear them. <laughs> My name is Legs Johnson. Ah, damn, he got he got legs. Um, so, do we? Was there a reason that I missed why the Museum of American Sports has a bear and no. uh, a shark exhibit? No, I wrote that down myself. I have no idea what's going on, but suddenly there were like animals coming to life. And I don't know why there's a rhino in this museum. Maybe there's just not enough traffic to the museum and they just had to add like a natural history section to try and capture (laughs) other audiences. Yeah, you got to tap into that extremely lucrative natural history museum crowd. Yeah, Um, (laughs) because I really I mean, I really lost the plot around the point when there was like a bear bear fight and suddenly there's a giant Babe Ruth statue and the commissioner of baseball is there and the kid wants to play or he quit. He quit this little league team and he's worried his dad won't love him anymore. <laughs> his his dad, Conan O'Brien. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got a very strong Conan vibe. Slugger, Slugger Hanks. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The, this fight that happens in and around these reanimated uh, animals is... Very entertaining, and it's only entertaining for one reason to me, which is at the end of it, Bo and Wayne end up inside the belly of <laughs> the a shark. shark. Yeah. And to get out, they just kind of bust out through the shark, but like the top half of them comes out the top of the shark, and their legs come out the bottom, and they both walk like a tandem hat two part man one part shark it's like a flintstones car it's like a flintstones <laughs> car that's a shark and it's, it's extremely the funny funniest thing i've seen like funniest visual on a cartoon we've watched in months guys lose the shark <laughs> they love this shark does this does this sound does this make any sense to you people listening to this podcast it's chaos does this, does this, it's chaos it's, this is so stupid the show <laughs> There's not a single sport that gets done in this show. I want to point that out. I think that's a really fair observation. After they get these sports, these sportsmen into the into the show, that's a that's about it. Yeah, their athletic prowess seems to completely fall by the wayside. <laughs> and they are they're doing sports kind of. They're doing sports adjacent things where like they've been given a bat, but the bat doesn't do normal baseball bat things. It shoots baseballs at the end of it, right? Like it, it it's not the skills that they have spent their lives honing. It's secret agent skills that I guess they also have. Uh so I, I don't know. I was a little let down that there wasn't even like a like a token like hey and let let's have hey, we saved the day. Let's all play a pickup game, you know? Like they don't even play a game. Or like, hey, know. go long. I don't know. Like, just uh, any sort of anything. What, did um, 17 different instances of it's game time not count? They do say it's game time a lot. That is their, <laughs> that's their big thing. Anytime literally anything is happening, it it's game, it's game time. time. <laughs> There's the, 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 the whole third act of this episode is 
takes place around a giant animated statue of of Babe Ruth mm. that is running around the museum, like the outside of the museum, like Godzilla, like just like smashing around. And um, because Clockwork Delarange is trying to hold the commissioner of baseball hostage and then that will bankrupt all of baseball because they would <laughs> yeah, have to spend the all MLB their money. Will spend all their budget trying to get their king back. I like how uh, the commissioner of baseball is just a giant slab of beef. Yeah. <laughs> like he's the most stacked person in the episode. It's true. <laughs> he does. He does nothing. He gives Bo um, Jackson a his, run for his money. His child is kidnapped and he's just like, well, this whatever. No, um, that's not the commissioner. That's Slugger's Slugger. Oh, that's sl- oh, right. Sorry. That's the other guy who does nothing. Slugger is stacked as well. They're both stacked. These two, these two big pieces of men show up, and it is, it is very intense. And then the kid is this like little kid Jimmy is just surrounded by these giant muscle hunks, and Bo picks him up, and it's like he's holding, I don't know, it's like he's holding a little doll. Like Bo, they draw Bo so comically giant, it is hysterical. Um, oh, I remember the moment that I was looking looking for earlier when like there's a there's a huge you know action set piece of course and the the kid is almost falling to his death and so yeah. is Wayne and Wayne is sta- is like holding on right next to him and the kid goes Wayne I can't hold on Yes you can No I can And then the kid falls <laughs> and Wayne just watches him falls and goes Huh guess the kid was right He's got to get a joke in there that child is dying <laughs> Well here's a fun zinger about this potentially dead kid <laughs> so he goes in and saves him and then michael jordan's going around saving everybody and with his inflatable basketball with his inflatable basketballs and and then it looks like he's in trouble like oh but what about you michael like are you okay and he's like to be perfectly frank i have no idea uh and (laughs) then you know Bo saves him actually my my uh my second favorite line of the episode was actually Besides the Wayne Gretzky, oh, he actually meant it. When when Michael Jordan's floating up on the, the basketballs, he's just like, I might not be able to rescue them, but from here I can definitely direct the battle better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool, Michael. Coaching. Uh, do we want to talk about Clockwork's uh, strange ransom riddle? If you want the commissioner back, you will have to pay whichever is larger, $100 million, or the combined salaries of all left-handed relief pitchers in the majors. I don't... What? What's bigger? I, I, don't I think know. if you know a little bit about baseball, you would know that that was probably a very foolish proposition, or... I guess. Or is I it a really good proposition? Left-handed pitchers are a rare commodity. They're sought because- after. Yeah, they're extremely important because it's harder to hit left-handed pitchers when, when you're a right-handed batter. It's just something about the like the physics of like where the ball, like the angles coming. I don't, I don't know everything, but I know if you're but a like that. Is, like, I think important. that that's a little bit more known. But we have to know that they're rarer. That 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 they're rare to a degree that they don't matriculate up into the into the majors. We'd have to know how many. We'd have to know that they're not relief pitchers. And we'd have to know how much money they make for any yeah. of this to track. It's just a really inaccessible <laughs> joke. Yeah. yeah. And like, also, I guess Clockwork's other character quirk is that he says the wrong word that rhymes 
with the word he's trying to say and he says the wrong thing a couple times and it yeah, sucks. Yeah, his vocal cord like, doesn't make any sense to me. I think they think that's what kids like, that that's just kids' humor, is mistakes. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because he says, he, when he wants to say he, ha- he has a demand, he says, I have a rubber band. I mean a free hand. I mean a demand. Cue the laughter. Thank you for the laughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean uh, other than that i'm trying to think of anything else i mean there's so much there is well, everything else i mean there's the live action stuff at the end the little quick yes. sailor says tag that we get at the end here which i really like because more charisma from wayne Gretzky. <laughs> yeah because the kid asks like how do you get ready for a game and the editing does not do Wayne any favors. It feels like this is all that they're going to let him say. This is his complete thought. They hear, they let Wayne say, I think they get ready for a hockey game that starts the day before. <laughs> and I go, cool. Is that all you have? It starts the day before? Is there anything that you do? And then later they let him, they let him elaborate. And he basically just says that he makes sure he eats breakfast and he takes naps. <laughs> Should we go to a sponsor? Why don't we do that? Hey, Rory. Yeah, Austin. What is it there? Will you be the luckiest man on earth and tell us about our new sponsor? Gosh, I hope so. Yeah, our new sponsor is the Tennessee Turtle. (sighs) I'm so glad we finally get to talk about the Tennessee Turtle on air, you guys, because we have been chatting about this one in our own, in our own personal, you know, in our own personal Discord and and Facebook. The places where Mm -hmm. we chat, we've been talking about the Tennessee Turtle. It is a great little indie flick coming out of Canada. Mm. You know, sort of a, a Canadian spin on what if America had been conquered by turtles instead of the English. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, it, it chronicles Based on the books, right? Yeah. <laughs> based on those science fiction novels. It really works because there's, a, there's an alternate history author named Turtle Dove. <laughs> and he thought that this was a great idea to sneak his name into the title twice. <laughs> Uh, that's going to be the one where the Canadians write about the Tennessee turtle, um, which is a Western where the turtle has to, (laughs) the Tennessee turtle has to stop, has to stop a band of, uh, you know, outlaws, no good Nicks, ne'er do wells. Are they all turtles or? No, only America's turtles. So the, the Mexicans, the Native Americans and the Canadians and the French are, and the English are all people. And then right. they're just coexisting around, you know, the kingdom of, tur- of uh, the United States of, the, of Turtle America. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So where did the turtles come from to to populate America? Well, I don't know if your parents didn't talk to you about this. I don't know if I should be <laughs> <laughs> blowing the lid on where turtles come from. Stars. It's all about helping kids. All right, so you guys, we watched another episode of Pro Stars. We told you that at the beginning, and this is the this is us reaffirming that that definitely happened. We watched. Two <laughs> Unfortunately, of Pro that's Stars. the show we're watching. That's the show we're watching. And the next one we watch is called Short John's Revenge. 
It goes like this, everybody. A pirate supervillain named Short John Silver sails into an idyllic Caribbean island, imprisons the inhabitants, and steals the ancient pirate treasure they had discovered. That's the uh, that's the kind of nuts and bolts summary. I actually kind of don't hate that summary as a honestly decent uh, recap of the events without spoiling mm-hmm. much. Yeah. That being said, the episode is uh, troubling. <laughs> yeah, I think like many of them are. Um, but this this definitely is that. But Rory, I think I think you will find that his name is Short John Sliver, not Silver. Oh my gosh, it is Short John Sliver because he's from the bizarre <laughs> universe when the elves come first. <laughs> L before I, except yeah. I want to first talk about the pre the live action section beforehand, um, where they don't give a lot of sports advice on this one. But they do talk about uh, Wayne has another gem. All right, kids, today's adventure is Short John's Revenge. No sweat. It's the octopus that worries me. Is he short too? Yeah, but he's got long arms and eight of them. (laughs) The delivery of saying he's got long arms and eight of them. Yeah, they do a weird skit where Bo Jackson doesn't know what octopuses are. (laughs) <laughs> and has severely underestimated how how many doesn't know octopuses <laughs> and then as if to underscore how incredible this interplay is at the end they have wayne going <laughs> keep the camera rolling this is good stuff <laughs> like as if some part of this is unscripted um for a minute you kind of get that fun like outtake vibe like oh look look they're just having fun here on the yeah, camera, I kind of but... bought it. I thought maybe Bo Jackson was doing a little bit, and that made it mm-hmm. a little more endearing, but it seemed also incredibly scripted. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. It was weird. It was weird that I, I maybe I hope that maybe for the rest of this this show, the the beginning section is just them talking about the episode to come. I think that's maybe more interesting than kids just asking them random sports Than talking about politics and kids hockey? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you start like that, Pro Stars? Why have you done this? But, okay, so the the, the troubling aspect of this episode is that it's all about uh, a horrible rich man uh, stealing the work of uh, a Caribbean village and then stealing their treasure and then trying to sell it and also imprisoning this entire village with a robot octopus. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of problems in there and it's all kind of, it all kind of makes me feel a little icky. But mm-hmm. why did but also the robot octopus is 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 it was surprising. I mean they like robots on this show, I guess. Um but it all it all served to remind me of the Mighty Max episode that we watched actually. Yeah, I was thinking uh, about that too. The 20,000 something's under the something whatever that joke they made was because that also had jim cummings in it yeah yeah but they had the good sense to make them a not racially complicated squid people yes (laughs) those were squid people that's very different squid people for whom we're not actually uh under the thumb of colonialism for centuries (laughs) yes yeah uh but they both both those episodes had jim cummings in them which i think was, was also fun playing like a, a a strange old man of the sea uh but in this one he's the villain he's he's uh short john sliver which i which will not ever roll off the tongue in a way that's doing the same voice he does for uh for the goofy movie right 
Yeah, he's doing a Pete. Yeah, he's doing his Pete voice. Greetings, pro stars. Welcome to my auction. Say hello to my right-hand man, Mr. Sparrow Lamprey. Lamprey, you're my right-hand man. Stop standing on my left. Yeah, it's just Pete. (laughs) Yeah, it's 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 Pete, the the pirate. Uh, But he's not really a pirate. He's just like like I expected him to be a pirate with a name like Short John Sliver, but he's just a rich guy with a yacht. He's the skipper from Gilligan's Island and in, in sort of looks. Yeah, but it's and, again, it's another opportunity they had to make this a little bit less troubling, this dynamic. Mm-hmm. He could have been a real pirate. And then yes. it's not this weird sort of like enterprising goon who's seen opportunity in the far in the far aisles. Yeah, I know. With riches it's, to plunder. Ugh. He looks like Santa on vacation. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the. I, I need to first, we need to go back to Mom's gym um, in, in our <laughs> you setup. You we do, as always. <laughs> For another troubling angle. <laughs> For another troubling angle, yeah. Um, uh, so there is a sentence I never thought I would hear a juxtaposition. Uh, I never thought I would hear anti-octopus devices and Whitney Houston in the same, mm-hmm. in the same string of things in a list. Um, but that's that's what happens. Uh, now, was it mom or De- Denise was it thinks she's Denise? Really funny. Denise. OK. Yeah, they're they're talking about they know that this this kid, uh, Jama, is in trouble on Katori Island. So uh, mom and Denise are prepping them with all their sort of like water equipment. What's in the duffel bags? Oh, just the usual sort of thing. You know, laser guided toothpicks, anti-octopus devices, Whitney Houston, motorized huh? swimmings. Huh? Whitney Houston. Just kidding. They're just. I mean, Whitney Houston, I guess, is just a joke. It's just a bad joke. It's a bad joke in universe. It's a bad joke. I don't I don't understand the point of it. Did they just want to name drop Whitney Houston? We'll never know. Um, Because (laughs) then because the scene jumps to motor flippers uh, to like gas powered flippers. Um, See, I thought what you were going to do when we went back to mom's gym was you were going to drop this clip, which is the most incredible thing that I've heard in a really long time. Uh, where she says, where mom says, you're going to want to spend the rest of your lives underwater. Trust me. And Wayne says, nah, not this hockey plan, fool. The only water I like is the frozen version known as ice. (laughs) (laughs) What is this show? You know, remember ice? The frozen version of water? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the reminder that ice is, Wayne. Thanks for that. And also that you play your sport on it. It's very good. What a good write. What a good writing. (laughs) If this show was more self-aware, Wayne could have been an incredibly funny character Mm -hmm. that like more like a stormy in in, uh, uh, C-Lab 2021 who just kind of says baffling stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But they're more aware (laughs) that it's baffling. I don't know if they're trying to (laughs) do anything specific in this. It's just... Incredible. I think they're really trying to be funny. That's what's tough. It's tough to listen to someone try to be funny. You know that. You listen to this podcast. But like, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. That's a self-burn. That's a self-burn for all the things I say. But like, I don't know. It's that's a toughie. That was really good though. I I was there's a couple of those in this episode where a just couple like couple of them. Like really flabbergasting series, like a cavalcade of words that come out in a way that I never expected the English language to do. Um, so they go to the so, island, and yes. there is uh, like 
not only like is what, what they hear in the VHS tape that was mailed to them by this <laughs> island kid, um, because that's apparently how they get all of their uh, their cases. And the kid, of course, having his entire village go missing because of a robot octopus, decides to record a VHS tape with the camera equipment that he owns and then post that straight to the pro stars. Um, but they show up and in no wasting no time at all. Short John Sliver is here organizing the auction with a bunch of rich white people that he's going to sell all these treasures to. And like, it just goes from there. It's really weird. This episode is so weird. Um, okay. So the, the pro stars are on the case looking around the Island and we rely on the skills, the honed Canadian forest reflexes of Wayne Gretzky who looks at tracks (laughs) and he knows that, uh, these tracks are not raccoon prints. Cool. Thanks Canada. Wayne. Cool. Um, <laughs> Even Michael Jordan comes in and is like, uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> they talk to Jama and they resolve to go underwater and figure out where this like where the octopus is. And there is a fu- okay, I did actually laugh at this joke, at this Wayne Gretzky joke. Um <laughs> where <laughs> I got a bunch of Wayne Gretzky jokes. You you're gonna love one of them. <laughs> great. Oh my god, you gotta hear these Wayne Gretzky jokes. <laughs> Uh, um, but the um the the two other pro stars are ready to dive and jama wants to go with him and like no you can't go and then wayne is like actually you could take my place (laughs) and and they just they just glare at him and it's kind of funny it's kind of funny (laughs) it's pretty good i mean I don't know. It's it's an easy joke, I guess, but I like I like the I like the execution, which is something rare in this show to like mm-hmm. the execution. Yeah. Yeah, there's actually timing on it. Well, it's funny early on too when we don't know these characters and we don't know if Wayne gets the Wayne Gretzky character just like just doesn't care. Doesn't give a shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. He's a simpleton. Um <laughs> Uh, and then 30 seconds later, we're underwater learning about mom's non-toxic shadow maker puck, which is <laughs> a fun puck that gets shot by a tiny little hockey stick on Wayne's arm. That's a little <laughs> like a disc launcher. It does feel like Wayne gets all the good gadget action. He does. Yeah. He yeah. always gets to unlock his disc and, and, and <laughs> do, do all the fun business. Uh, they find, they find the, the pirate wreck and it's full of glittering treasure. And the first thing out of Wayne's mouth is, wow, I could buy my own restaurant with this. Cause you know, cause he's the food guy, but also Wayne, you're, you're Wayne Gretzky. You can buy a restaurant. Like you can just do that. You're really rich. (laughs) Yeah. You could do my, the Wayne Gretzky. I love this bar and grill. Um, (laughs) something fun like that. Um, there's another We've actually have another baffling Michael Jordan line after that, oh. where they're fighting robot sharks, and Michael Jordan says something to the, oh yeah, to like the old pick and roll always works in the NBA, and I guess it's just as effective in the undersea. What? <laughs> that was somebody <laughs> clocking out for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. God, what a whiff. Uh, uh, NBA. What, what rhymes with NBA? Uh, Nothing. Undersea. All right, I'm taking a break. <laughs> wow. I mean, there's only. I mean, C is the, like the letter C, but the other two aren't letters. They. It's, it's just un- the word under. Der. C. I don't. Okay. 
I mean, we can we can spend all day just being flabbergasted by someone bad at writing jokes, but man, they're bad at writing jokes. Uh, uh, so they encounter the octopus. They find out the octopus <laughs> is made in Korea because it has a little sticker on it. Uh, <laughs> and then um, and then they make uh, an underwater phone call. Uh, the phone stuff was pretty funny. Also, it kind of a Looney Tunes vibe. Yeah, Looney Tunes vibe and having their their like masks on and then on these old timey telephone receivers talking to mom about like their problem. And she answers the phone and like out of the out of her end of the receiver, like a fish and a bunch of water pour out. It's like, that's cute. But we also get a really strange line read from the Wayne Gretzky character. That's that's just a like a one take like. Mommy, got to get some more gear. We're really in trouble here. Come on, get it over to us now. (laughs) (laughs) What? That's a line. But they they end up sending Denise uh, because that's, I guess, what they do every episode is that they need more gear. And so Denise has to show up on scene so that the pro stars can berate her for being a woman and useless. So mean to Denise. (laughs) (laughs) And then she, in spite of that, uh, tries to have tries to make a difference and affect the episode in some way. And in the case of this episode, episode two, she utterly fails to do that because she gets caught by the bad guy and then successfully tricks him. And we think that maybe she's going to get something done. But then 10 seconds later, he catches her again and it's all it's all worth nothing. So, yeah, uh, well, she did trick him, though. The thing she tricked him with is she said she was with Personality Magazine and she was looking for Cover Pirate. (laughs) And... (laughs) Hey, Rory, you want to be our cover pirate? <laughs> Easy, beauty, be- beautiful cover pirate. I, I only, I only do cover pirate gigs. <laughs> I don't know the 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 other the other thing that I was talking about earlier in the episode that they said that completely just destroyed me. Um, they there's a lot of nonsense where they're fighting this octopus. They got to go get the gadgets. They go back. They fight the octopus. The their main gambit here at this moment is that uh they've got long sorry they've got short john sliver he's watching them on a camera feed fight the octopus and he sees them get captured by all the tentacles and then like an immediate cut away we see all the heroes climbing up onto his yacht at the same time that they're apparently still on this video footage and they show up behind him and Short John says, Wait a minute! You guys can't be here! Why, my mechanical octopus is is crashing you beneath the sea! And Michael Jordan replies, (laughs) No, those were merely latex-based reproductions of our physical features. Inflatable pro stars! (laughs) (laughs) I... (laughs) It's pretty baffling that they go for that one. Yeah, yeah. How is that? But a- I did kind of appreciate the, uh, you know, the Italian jobbiness of it, of like, we did not know they were about to drop that bomb. <laughs> Denise gave them sex dolls. <laughs> <laughs> They're essentially pro star sex doll, like blow up sex dolls. <laughs> blow nose. <laughs> blow Jackson. <laughs> oh. <laughs> shit (laughs) oh my god what a crazy thing Mm. um yeah and then fucking after the second after that short john is escaping on a hoverboard just no time to catch our breath in this show 
no. before the next silly ass shit happens. Yeah, I, 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 they don't they don't catch him. The, all the bad guys get away. I think is the is the the name of this game. They they catch Short John. Well, they do they catch do, Short John. After and he's... it's probably the only time I laughed at a line the entire episode was oh, right. Bo throws a plunger device at him and it catches Short John right on the butt and he looks at the camera mugs and goes all i can say is they got me in the end <laughs> <laughs> what a clever line what a what a fun <sighs> twist of word oh fuck ever the wordsmiths <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you guys saw this there's a uh, one thing i noticed as a animation dork um mm-hmm. when short when after after the latex-based reproductions of our physical features <laughs> line happens, Short John <laughs> runs out on the deck, and like the th- the three pro stars run after them and get caught in the door frame because they're the three stooges all of a sudden. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're but too. Their man muscle is too much to. They do a shot of Short John running, and they've like made a background that looks like it's the smear? smeared, like it's supposed yeah, the to be smear. fast. But the smear doesn't move, so it just looks like he's <laughs> running in front of a smear. And then the camera literally pans to the another shot I of the I pro stars running, and you could see like the edge of the layout that they used. It was just the same layout, and you could see the smears from the from the one section that's another yeah. part's oh. background on this other shot. Oh my god! It just went and found it. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. really bad. Yeah, that. Oh my god, that's so weird. And then they chuck they chuck Short John around like he's a basketball, and they dunk him in a net. They do dunk Short John. Yes, <laughs> they dunk him into a boat net. Um, Man. Now, the end of this, uh, this episode, I don't want to forget this um, because they still fit in some other really weird, objectionable shit where mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for some reason, the mom has now arrived at the island so that she can be the auctioneer for this treasure that they've recovered and they're selling it to build a school for these islanders. Yeah. And she's kind of doing her her Jewish mother shtick. And then she's talking about how more money would be better. And Mm -hmm. it's, and then Michael Jordan is like, I knew mom was the right choice for an auctioneer. Boy, it doesn't taste good. Oh no. Just why not? Just make Denise do it. Make Denise do it or something. I don't know. Make anybody else other than mom be the money person in this specific moment in the show. It's, there is a little bit there's a little bit of enjoyable content in the middle of it where like if you for, if you could somehow excise all of the bad parts of that and just look at this auctioneer who is ignoring the rest of the people who might be bidding and is just doing the auctioneer shtick to one guy who gets in like more and mercilessly more mercilessly badgered and just horrified until he finally gives like four million dollars. That situation would have been really funny if it didn't have all of the other horrible trappings on top. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, ugh, ugh. damn you, pro stars. You're so close <laughs> to being funny. You're so close. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pro stars. Well, uh, we're, we're here in the two minute warning. Uh, Ooh. We are Ooh. getting close to the end, the end here of this episode. Um, and uh, we've we've had a really great time talking about pro stars. I 
to be honest, I could watch every other episode of Pro Stars um, because <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe you. <laughs> I I would honestly, honestly, if we could cancel every other show we want to watch for this arc and just watch Pro Stars episodes, I think we'd have <gasps> so much to talk about. Veto, veto, veto. Hate, hate, hate. No, please. No, I I mean, I could maybe watch another week, but I. The idea just makes me so upset. No, it's an upsetting show. I, I'm not going to deny you that, but <laughs> it's a, it was so much fun. Like I, 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 my face hurt from laughing after these two episodes. Like I was, I was, I took a lot of notes. I was, it was fucking hilarious. I mean, it is nice to get surprised by, uh, by cartoons and this show yeah. was constantly surprising and, and, you know, but, but not always in the good surprise way, like sometimes in the nasty surprise way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like being hunted by the predator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dave, what about you? What were you thinking? I I guess I'm I'm not <laughs> stuck in the hole of garbage that you guys subject yourself to every week because I thought if this vanished off the face of the earth, nothing of value would be lost. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. yeah. It's true. And no one would know. You know, I th- I find myself thinking about this sort of thing a lot, but especially with something like Pro Stars, with with our show, where this this was made in a, a a world before the internet, really, right? And it was mm-hmm. a stupid kids show. It was dead on arrival, and it might have been a bit of news because of the stars that were involved, but like it died. Or and not it had involved. One season, yeah, they were not involved. It had thirteen episodes. It it died, and there aren't like countless think pieces or interviews or I can't believe this is happenings like all over the internet or, you know, or publications or whatever. It's, there's just nothing like maybe there's some old, like an old TV guide entry somewhere, but like our show is like archeology span sometimes. Like I think just by us watching a couple episodes of pro stars, I think that's almost more journalism than this show is likely to ever get again. <laughs> so I did find a vice article that was talking about, Yeah, I found that same article that, yeah, it, it basically just says, like, this is worthless. <laughs> yeah, um, but they did interview uh, a guy, um, i trying to remember his first name, something, Kreisberg. Uh, but he uh, filmed, oh, I saw this he directed too, yeah. all of the, uh, the live action segments. And he went on to uh, film and direct Jersey Shore and all of its <laughs> Jersey Shore spinoffs. He, he, he did some episodes of Jersey Shore, but his if you look at his IMDb page, his entire career is live action uh uh like reality tv it's not just jersey shore he just like a couple years ago he did a bunch of episodes of martha and snoop's potluck party challenge uh what (laughs) a fun career what a fun career brad kreisberg has and you know he really got the best out of wayne gretzky (laughs) (laughs) the best he was gonna get god imagine the material they had to cut (gasps) Oh, oh no I mean, you well, you know, that's just everything he said after the word politics in, in hockey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there was five minutes of him airing his grievances about some old coach in middle school. The, the, uh, Bert Kreisberg just gets him in front of the camera. Just like, all right, Wayne, just like, here's here's your first question. Let's 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 get your answer. He's just like, well, I wanted to quit because of politics. And you just see Brett like and the curvier enthusiasm music starts playing and <laughs> zooms in on his face. Damn it. This is my whole day. This is this is all we're getting. Uh, 
I don't know what a what a weird what a weird thing. And and the absence of Michael Jordan in those live action segments is so loud. Yeah, <laughs> like definitely. The, there are three pro stars and two live action faces show up and say, we're the pro stars. And I go, no, no, there's one more. And he's a bigger star than either of you. God. Ugh, well, I don't know. OK, well. I think that's the most, you know, before we melt down completely, um, <laughs> we have to save our energy for a bunch of other sports shows. So um, oh, I really want to thank Dave Rapocio. I want to thank you so much for for coming on and doing the show with us tonight. Thanks for having um, me. Yeah, actually, I want to give you some credit, Dave, uh, for you were the one who pitched me Dragonflies uh, 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 oh. way back. And uh, I, I want to thank you for. <laughs> uh, for for introducing me to dragonflies, um, we uh, we certainly watched it. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, Dave, do you want to do you want to sort of say sort of where you can people can find your stuff? Yeah, sure. Um, here's here's the self promotion. Uh, I am Dave Rapocho, I'm better known probably on Twitter and online as Drawplay Dave. I have a uh, Basically, I'm basically a sports blogger whose gimmick is that he draws comics as his blog because he's not as good at writing as he is as doodling dumb pictures. It's a good but gimmick. It's I, I basically just make a comic about football that goes up three times a week. Uh, I have my own podcast. Austin to start on it. You can look for the episode about a terrible NFL cartoon, NFL Rush oh, Zone. NFL Rush Zone is so bad, you guys. <laughs> but I cannot watch it again. So we are not watching it for this show because I cannot. I cannot do that again. Which I'm okay with because it means I never have to see it. I uh, I wouldn't want to subject you to it. It is nowhere near as interesting as this failure is. But oh. yeah, drawplay.com. That's where you'd find me on Twitter at drawplaydave. So I love that. Over. And I I yeah. I did a at one point I remember. I did a I did a Google search of you when Austin was like, I'm doing this this podcast, you know, I'm going on a guest podcast with my friend Dave. I was like, who's this dude? And uh, later on, I did a Google search and I found that you had like an AMA on on one of the like NFL, like an NFL subreddit. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I did an AMA on uh, the NFL subreddit. back. God, that's yeah, so I funny. I had like, like October so or many like comments. There were a lot of people that follow your shit. That's dope. I love that. And it, like that's I don't know. I just think that's really cool. You, you got a cool you got a cool thing over there in a totally different world that I know nothing about, a.k.a. athletic anything sport sport. So thanks for coming on and being our, our resident <laughs> sport resident man. pro star. Yeah. <laughs> You're our fourth pro star. You're our Denise today. Well, if you ever need me or at least a latex-based reproduction of my physical features for future episodes, feel free to call me up. Yeah, you got it. And uh, as always, uh, we will see you all next Tuesday.